Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another shitty podcast, episode 27 of the quarantine. It just keeps coming. It's a weird week full of elections and stuff. Halloween's over. That means it's time for Christmas. My name's Nick Grace. Soon you're going to hear Trent Bruce. Let's just get into this crazy motherfucking thing we call the quarantine. See you on the other side. Chewing on a piece of grass, walking down the road. How long you gonna stay here, Joe? Some people say This town don't look good in snow You don't care, I know Venture Highway The Holy Triumvirate is here. Both the Elma boys and two of the Anderson boys combining to make three. What's up, Anselm? Good afternoon, everyone. Nick, this is nuts. This is episode 27 of Another Shitty Podcast, Quarantine Edition. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this the other day. Dude, we, uh, we've been doing this for over... Um, over two years now, I think. The podcast itself, yeah, we are. Yeah, actually, I would consider ourselves vets in the game. We're we can get the veteran minimum at this point. Ooh, is that an NBA thing? Yeah, I think it's just sports in general, most sports. Okay, but nice. it's a Mallory. We're My also here. we're also now quarantine podcast pros in the game. I wonder. I wonder <clears throat> how much longer it's going to go and if we're going to have another major shutdown. Those are valid questions. Another, do you think we have another major shutdown in LA, Nick? I don't. I don't think it's going to get more major than what we are currently doing. But I don't think it's going like to let up. Where the, where the government is. Remember how they used to... I like how all of a sudden they don't talk about because it it's election season. Yeah, but uh, how every week there for some some part of the summer every day we're coming on and saying, uh, you know, stay at home. It was a stay at home order. Yeah, can't go um, outside. That kind of that kind of faded away magically, yeah. but it's like uh, I'm pretty sure we're still supposed to not gather in large groups and or be out past nine o'clock. All that shit. Oh yeah, we had legitimate curfews. Yeah. Felt like I was in high school again. Where they said that you could only go outside if it was for 
to get groceries or something, or if it was it exercise was, away from others or something like that? It was uh, essential groceries, exercise, like you said, and uh, dat booty. Mm. The three essentials, the holy trinity. Can't survive without that booty. <laughs> oh man! Oh, welcome uh, to the podcast. So, every, I would I would say my my professional opinion is that we won't L A won't get a shutdown any further than what we're at. But I don't think we're gonna let up. I don't think it's gonna get better here for quite some time. Yeah, uh, have you you seen international shit? Right, like. Was France Germany, got shut down again. France, mm-hmm. Germany too. But to my um, knowledge, they shut down hardcore originally, like more hardcore than us. Uh, but then they opened up pretty much entirely, and then that's this is what happens. Yeah, I think LA might stay the same, but I think that. Uh, the rest of the country, we're going to see a lot of uh, either just mass spikes and the government's going to be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> or, you know, maybe they'll actually finally do something because uh, these winter months are going to be brutal for the part of the, the country we grew up in. Well, uh, I have heard that the, um, they're, that doctors are anticipating that other colds, like seasonal colds and flu, because everybody has been staying apart more than regularly and washing their hands more than regularly, they think that's going to be down. So we'll see. I mean, that would be nice. Hopefully it's not a uh, shit storm, like, uh, you know, tornado of colds. You know you know what I think our, our um, fans of the pod love is when we come in hearing more about covid and talk give our expert advice on infectious diseases and pandemics two scientists two known scientists to uh one (laughs) lunado one wearing a camo hat and the other one wearing a pro wrestling shirt we'll tell you what's up we know what we know what's real in this world okay guys not with uh, the, hard not what the lamestream here. media wants you to know. <laughs> yeah. You know, not, I believe in two guys fighting over a leather belt um, that's all predetermined, you know. That's yeah. my reality. Yeah. Uh, None of this Nick. S- Sleepy Joe and Orange Man. <laughs> I want <laughs> I want my leaders to be mostly naked and oiled up fighting in a ring. Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Uh, good to see you, man. Um, we've got a decent amount of questions this week, um, and we got a lot to catch up on. We got a lot, a lot of breaking news here, Nicholas. Um, so let's, I say, let's get into it, right? Let's get into it. What's, What's up, up with, with your, your week? With your week? <laughs> What's up, What's up with, with your week? week? What's up, Trent's mom? What's, What's up, up with, with, your week? Week? with your week? What's going on with your freaky deaky weeky peaky blinders? What's going on with your week? 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 Trent, why don't you start it? Because I started it last time. What is going on in your freaky deaky week? Well, we've got some crossover here. 
I'm seeing what you got, seeing what I got. We got some crossovers. Hit him with Let's that Allen Iverson. Let's get it out of the way. You know, our podcast is going to be a podcast that takes our brains off of things and our and a little moment of, of solace. But let's talk about it a little bit. Let's that's, let's, let's that's what a, they say let's about get a dash. us. That's what they let's say get a about dash us. Of it. They go, "There's that another shitty podcast. They take our brains off stuff." A moment that's what of we do. is that what you do? I don't know. How do you meditate? No, it's this. Yeah. Here they go. Oh, Hadouken. Oh. <laughs> uh, the election, Nick. Um, oh, that. Uh, I think one of the funniest things about this election hmm. is people that are from out here, again, being shocked that uh, someone like Donald Trump and a Republican uh-huh. uh, is doing well in the polls. Uh-huh. Um, if you go anywhere else in the country, hell, if you go an hour north or south of here, yeah. of L.A., you see why there's this guy that is getting votes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am a little surprised that it is this this close. Um, I'm not surprised that it's taking long to count. We all knew this going into it. Yep. Um, mail-in ballots, early voters, all that. Um, whatever the outcome is, I just hope it's the right outcome. I hope there's no interference. I hope there's no bullshittery... Um, you know, I think most people know how I'm how I'm leaning, but I think I just want it to be fair. I don't want any fuck like we allowed the Russian interference four years ago, and we're just like, oh, that's cool. We mm-hmm. just we just dealt with that. There's four years of that, so it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we acknowledged it, and okay, um, yeah. I just want it to be a fair fight, man, and so we'll see. Um, I mean, I think a big part of me is ready. Just it would be nice and convenient to be like, "Oh, I know who it is." Yeah, but that's not how it works. That's just, how just to get it over with. We've we've been alive long enough to see. Uh, hell, I was looking up the 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 Bush uh, Gore thing. That took apparently that took thirty six days. Oh, with all the recounts and and, and a recount, yeah, yeah thirty six days. So, I mean, we'd be lucky to hear uh, a final result this week. We'd be lucky. Yeah, I think so, I was hearing that Nevada was probably going to be finalized by Saturday or something, so we've got a couple days. But um, I agree 100% with everything that you said. I hope that it's fair. I don't think that anybody's necessarily pumped about the outcomes. Yeah. I would argue that you're insane if you're excited about either one of them being the president for the next four years. Yeah. I could see... Um, I could see the small amount of benefits to either being in charge of our country, and I can see the massive problems with both of us, with, with either one being <laughs> um, in charge of our country. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's, it is, it's mind-blowing um, when folks in Los Angeles are shocked that it's, that the it's, middle of America it, votes at, the way they do. At this point, it's comical. Not just middle America. You look at big sky country. You look at the South. You look at a lot half of the East Coast, which is also the South. Mm-hmm. You look at the Midwest, some of the North. It's 
Um, yeah. And, you know, we're a very diverse country. We're, we're a very... Extremely diverse. There, there's a lot of different mindsets. There is. Uh, and I've been saying this so, forever and encouraging people to just, like, doesn't mean you have to agree with what people think, but there, just to try to understand a perspective, there's, there's reasons people think certain ways. For everything. Yeah. Not just politics, just everything. So, I just hope that, <clears throat> you know... That uh, it's all fair, mm-hmm. and every every American that was allowed to vote and did and chose mm-hmm. to vote, that their vote is counted, and um, because if we don't have that, then that's pretty fucking scary. So, I uh, I agree, and I hope that whatever the results are, that half of the country is able to accept it peacefully, and I also hope that. Everyone in the nation that is freaking out that the sky is going to fall no matter who wins the presidency and thinks that the world's going to burn to just please get your head out of your ass and take your, <laughs> take responsibility for your own life. And yeah. Don't let everyone else control it for you. Yeah. Control I think, your uh, emotions. Don't let politics control your emotions. I think uh, something I was touching on with... Uh, some of my family was, you know, I think, let's say Joe Biden wins, right? Okay, so there'll be some changes that are made that, you know, I would be, you know, looking forward to. But again, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Don't take this out of context, guys. Right, But right. It doesn't, whoever's sitting in that seat isn't going to change the hearts and minds of the entire country or um, the, the people, what's up Cameron, the people um, all across the country. You know, it has to be an individual thing, a family thing, um, you know, conversations between friends and, and right. it needs to be that on a mass scale. And it starts so with people us. Are, it starts with you. People are like, oh my God, this is so crazy. You see these protests or these riots or you know, people arming themselves and, you know, going in the, the capital steps and da-da-da-da-da. It's like, there's a lot of shit that is pushing people apart. A lot of that is happening over the internet. A lot of that isn't happening in, you know, mm-hmm. conversations like you and I have. Mm-hmm. And, um, and... <laughs> what the hell? Sorry. <laughs> when, uh... But yeah, what do you think, Nick? No, I agree, one hundred percent. So we'll see. We will see what happens as this plays out. Um, I just want the best for people. I know it's a shitty situation, but I just hope the best for us out of this. Yeah, me too. Look at us. We just handled the pandemic and the election. There you Cu- go. Couple of brilliant boys over here. I know. We what we, we should go. We should go, another shitty podcast. Twenty twenty four, dude. Twenty twenty four. Our biggest competition is Kanye. We know that. Cameron smells like old leather. I mean, I don't think that's a bad smell. Is that? No. <laughs> uh, what else do I got? Um, what else you got going on? Uh, let's see here. Uh, 
Um, actually, Nick, can hmm. you do me a favor? Would you mind talking a little bit for a second? Yes, I can do that. Okay. Do you want me Thank to talk you. about my week? Yes, talk about your week. All right. What is going on in my week? Election shit, we covered that. That's cool. We have coffee mugs for another shitty podcast that are getting shipped this week. It was the second order of coffee mugs, so everybody who ordered this second order should be getting their coffee mugs, I believe, by the end of the week or the start of next week. Thank you guys very much for for ordering those coffee mugs. They were handmade by the one and only Cam Robinson at cam.rob.art out of Indiana. Is he from Anderson? Is he in Anderson, Indiana? Yeah, yeah, born and raised. Uh, Born and raised. So update for you. Update for you, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a bit of a hiccup on some technical stuff with the mugs. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully they will be mailed at the beginning of next week. Okay. Um, and so um, he did not want to send out an inferior product, which is great. Um, and did a run. Didn't turn out how we liked it. And uh, we're doing another run right now. And so cool. hopefully they'll go out on this Monday. That's why Cam's the best. Quality control. Everybody that has gotten a mug so far has given such positive feedback on it. They've talked to everybody that they know about them. They're really great. So, so far, this will be the the last run we do for at least the foreseeable future. Um, Super successful. Super thankful that that everyone who bought one bought one. Um, And super thankful for Cam for going above and beyond for us. Yes. Uh, so that is going on. And then this morning, I just spur of the moment took a photography masterclass and that was really fun because I, I really don't know very much about photography at all, even though I do it and I make money off of it. It's all been, where was this at? Um, fucking Instagram, just one of those sponsored things. It was like masterclass, blah, 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 sign up. And so I signed up and then it goes 15 minutes. It starts and I was like, Oh shit. So I just. Got on real quick. Learned about lighting. Well, okay, cool. And um, and perspective and the importance of foreground and background and all that and all that stuff. Really brief, about an hour long. Cool. Really beneficial to me. Probably actual real professional photographers. It's all basic shit, but maybe it's time I start learning about what it is <laughs> I make. You know how to make money better. Um, so that was really cool. That's it was really great, interesting. Dude. The biggest thing going on in, in my week, and Halloween was cool, and it was awesome, but it wasn't the coolest thing that happened on fucking Saturday. The coolest thing that happened last Saturday was the, <laughs> the University of Michigan's bitch asses lost a football game to my Michigan State Spartans. I am on cloud fucking nine. This year couldn't get any better. Everybody was thinking this year sucked. I thought this year sucked. Turns out, this is the best year since 2017. I couldn't be happier. Life is good. (laughs) Fuck the University of Michigan. They came in thinking they were going to beat us by 50 points. To be honest, I was going into that game thinking we were going to lose by 50 points. But it didn't happen. It didn't fucking happen. We went into the big house. And we beat those motherfuckers. And I'm so happy. And all is right in the world. 
Ah, go green. Is that, than a, <laughs> is that better than wishing, uh, winning a national championship? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what makes or breaks um, my year every year. And my year's been broken the last couple of years, but now it's it's been made this year. So, Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. The only thing that's better than beating Michigan would be if we beat Michigan in a national championship game. That would be sweet. Oh my in God. all sports. Let's beat them in all sports. Fuck them. All of the sports. Just, you know, I, I even went back and watched highlights from the D'Antonio era, the era that just ended. Watching some of those games is pretty cool. There's a there's a highlight where there's a lineman. I hope Mark's still listening because he's the only person that probably knows any of this shit. But there was a <laughs> lineman for the University of Michigan named Taylor Luan at the time. And he uh, he was holding one of our defensive linemen named William Golston, his head into the ground, face down, and after a play. And Golston got up and punched him right in the fucking throat and got ejected from the game. It was awesome. It was oh awesome. God. And we won that game, too. That was back when they had Leonard Robinson. You guys might remember him as the terrible quarterback that the University of Michigan had that refused to tie his own shoes. Wait, what? He probably, if he tied his own fucking shoes, you might have won some games. Idiots. Oh, my God. Stupid fucking Michigan. <laughs> Runs a 4 one with his shoes untied. Tie your shoes. It's probably faster, you fucking idiot. <laughs> the University of Michigan oh, can always suck it. They can always suck it. I love this it. so much. I love this so much because I don't have a dog in the fight. And it's two of my dear, dear friends that absolutely cannot stand the other's favorite sports team. This is great. I will just say this about Mark Sipka. I love him more than any other University of Michigan fan, but he did not go there, like most of them, and that's all you got to know about Michigan fans. <laughs> um, also, Ooh. Halloween happened, so that was the start to Halloween. Um, oh Halloween was God. pretty tight. I went to Culver City Park, kind of near you, hung out with Mel and Zenobia. And that was tight. It was kind of like a big little get-together for, for a lot of Mel's friends. And Zenobia and I didn't get the memo that it was not a costume um, party. We showed up it's fully Halloween. costumed. I know. We showed up fully costumed and nobody else had one. <laughs> and it was. I mean, if you're going to have a cool. Halloween party, I would assume it's a costume. Yeah. Nobs was a, um, like a, I think she said a 1990s punk rock zombie. Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> I will always love you. Just not on Saturdays. Um, yeah. In the uh, she was a uh, punk rock zombie, and I was, I am not famous anymore, Shia LaBeouf, with a bag on my head. I had, nice. that was the first day I was drinking uh, all month, so I had three scotches in Oh shit! In, in I memoriam forgot about that. for uh, yeah, in memoriam for our man Sean Connery who passed earlier that day. And I was fucking drunk off of, off of <laughs> fake news, fake news. He's Mark says that Michael Jordan still loves Michigan. That's fake news. That's fake news. 
He hates him. He hates them. I think I think the Jordan brand likes Michigan. I think they just love their money, that's all. Yeah. Michigan State's not dumb enough to fall for it. Um anyway. What was I talking about? Halloween? Halloween was cool. Yeah, Sean I got Connery. I got I got pretty drunk off of just three scotches, but I had a good time. And that was date. all I did. All I did for Halloween. That was a really cheap date to myself. Um, I am planning fishing days with Quincy, which is fucking tight. Quincy's friend of the pod, friend in real life, um, big time fisherman or like fish enthusiast. And I'm a terrible fisherman. And so we're looking into, I was about to say, don't you, don't you get pretty stressed out with fishing? I hate, I hate it. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm just really (laughs) bad at it. And when I'm really bad at it, I think you just have bad luck. You have bad luck. It's all it is is luck. Mm. I mean, I definitely have bad luck. But you put a pole in the water and you just wait. I know, but why are people better at it than me? There's got to be something to it. There's got to be. I'm absolute trash, but I'm looking forward to to fishing. Where are you guys going? He's looking. He's gonna. He's like setting it all up. So he's he's thinking pier fishing. So we're just kind of just dropping dropping um, bait oh, cool. off the side, which is probably going to be the easiest, best kind of fishing for someone like me who sucks. Um, but I'm more into the aesthetic of stuff. So if we're going fishing, I think that we need to have old school igloo coolers and mm-hmm. then bologna and mayonnaise and white bread sandwiches. Oh, my God. Not because they taste good, because that's just what you have when you go fishing. Yeah. yeah. And um, cheap beers. Mm-hmm. Like Natty Light, <laughs> free beers, <laughs> and and that's that is fishing to me. I'm I'm excited for it. I don't know. This was a question I had for Quincy, and he actually didn't know either. If anyone has been to the piers here in uh, Southern California, they seem a little bit territorial. Like mm-hmm. people yeah. show up there all the time. This is their spot. They're there every day. And so I don't know if we have to worry about that. If we can just pull up and start and just drop a line, I don't know if people will be like, hey, get the fuck out of here. This is my whatever, my spot. I don't know. So bring it on. uh, (laughs) Hopefully, I I bet there'll be enough space, bro. I've never done ocean fishing. I've only done it in uh, ponds and lakes, so good luck. You should come with sometime. It sounds it sounds a little intimidating. Tis. Yeah. Tis. Tis. What um, else you got, I, buddy? This Saturday, I'm hitting the lab. Got a big photography project that I'm finally beginning. I've been talking about, or I've been ruminating on it for over a year, and now I'm finally starting it. So that'll be that'll take up my full Saturday. I'm really looking forward to that. And then D and D, we've got tonight. Do we? Um, I. Th- well, I guess I hope so. Let's get in touch with Sully and see if we do, because I, I hope so. I fucking love D&D. And I just, we, we haven't take, heard anything all, all week, so. That's true. Whenever we take a couple weeks off, I always feel really rusty coming back into it. I can't, I feel like I'm bad at getting into character and everything, but. Um, well, I think it's I've like, already started, you know, practice. Like, yeah. you haven't been in the batting cage in a while, and then you, all of a sudden you have to go take actual pitches, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can't hit anything. I have already started coming up with new campaign character ideas for if we ever start another campaign. That are I, I, I will admit, 
Nick, I will admit, usually my MO is like, I usually just get pretty uh, squimpy. Yeah. Um, but I do admit, you you really get into it. You really buy into the whole gimmick and the character and talk in your character's voice. And uh, there, are, there are parts of your decision-making like, oh, this is a Nick Grace choice for sure. Yeah. But it's a little it's a little heightened cuz your character that you have is a little more like carnal, like caveman-ish. Super impulsive and stuff. Like he's he's more of like an animal, you know. Yeah. Um so uh it's cool. It's a lot of fun, man. I'll I'll admit during this whole year that's been one of the little highlights throughout the weeks is like Obviously, seeing dear friends of ours, but also learning a new game that it you know it could last a month, it could last ten years. You know, it's yeah. up to it's up to you. And I always, you know, uh, because I didn't know about it, and there's a big learning curve, and it is you know pretty freaking nerdy, but it's it's awesome, dude. Like uh, I love the improvisational elements to it and the storytelling parts of it where it literally can be they have parameters but it could literally be anything you want it to be it makes Uh, for a fantastic story i would love for some of the shit that we've done to be a movie or a book yeah right it's fucking fun and it just kind of happens organically but that happens when you have someone like sully who's an excellent narrator and you have and to be fair to ourselves we're we're open to just fucking just fucking around so, yeah. And then lastly in my week, it's Christmas time, everybody. Halloween is over. Let's fucking break out the trees. Let's fucking turn up the Michael Buble. Let's fucking Buble. get Christmassy. Buble. Let's fucking... <laughs> let's, let's fucking Michael Buble this Christmas time. Let's fucking eat peppermint-flavored things. Let's figure oh, out wow. what a Yule log is. Oh, Yule log. Okay. Let's that's just fucking. A, uh, that's just a burning, burning fire on a television screen. Let's rush the to the. Let's rush to the window to see what's the clatter up above. It's I agree with Kate. Fucking she reindeer. says. She says Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving be, is Christmas. It's the same. No, it used. It used to be. Black Friday or the weekend after Thanksgiving, you can start setting up Christmas. Now, this year, everyone's setting up Christmas shit right after Halloween, November 1st. Like, okay, now we have two months of Christmas? No, everyone knows. We need to keep our holidays separate, and we need to celebrate each of them properly. Everyone knows that Christmas starts on November 1st. And it doesn't end this is a This is a new rule. This This is like a new rule. This is like this year. And Christmas Eve... Is sometime in July. That's why they call it Christmas in July. So Christmas Eve is in July. Christmas Day is November first through January first. Um, I agree with your mom. There's no rules this year. Let's fucking Christmas it up. Christmify. Fucking let's get Chris so, Christmassy. Let's get crispy, bro. Bro, let's fucking I've go. Got a, I've got some. Uh, I've got some Christmas news for you, Nick Grace. I. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. I have not told, uh, I don't think anyone about this yet. Are you Santa Claus? Uh, it makes sense with I am not. I am not a Santa Claus intern. No. Okay. Santa Claus. Uh, 
decided I am going home for Christmas. Hey! And I decided uh, the safest way to do that is I'm making the drive again. We're driving again. Awesome. So, uh, the lady's coming with me. Steph's coming with me. Oh shit! And uh, we're gonna we're gonna make a big loop, a big trip out of it. We're gonna drive to uh, to Missouri, stay for about a week, and then I think we're gonna make a little stop off uh, Colorado Springs for New Year's. Okay, um, what's in Colorado Springs? She got a friend there. One of one of Steph's friends, yeah. Ah, speak of. Oh, speaking of Steph. Yeah. Speaking of, I just I just told everyone, honey, we're going. She's gonna meet the whole family. We're gonna eat a ton of food. We're gonna open a ton of presents. We're gonna watch all the classic Christmas movies. We're going to um, play way too many games. A little stop off in Indiana. I wish. I don't think I can. I don't know. We'll see. That would be awesome. I ah, just tugging at my heartstrings here. Put a bow on it. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> my mom goes. Just come home, put a bow on your head, and that's all you need to get me. I'm like, okay. I'm going to get my mom Christmas gifts. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. I just decided I'm like, I'm physically able to do it. Um, why not do it? I don't really feel safe with the playing thing. We'll make a trip out of it. So we're going to do the New Mexico, or the Arizona-New Mexico route on the way home. Woohoo! And then the Colorado on the way back. So I'm pretty, pretty freaking excited, man. That's like the, the most important time, uh, in, of the year for my family. We take Christmas pretty seriously. Um, so I'm just this year. I think we need it more than, more than ever. And so, uh, we'll get tested. We'll stay in, uh, you know, hotels, or Airbnbs, and limit our contact with people and. And then hunker down in St. Louis and, uh, you know, try to have it as normal as possible. Uh, Good. But I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to drive around St. Louis and show Steph, you know, the arch and Bush Stadium and all that. And then we'll have to go to Jeff City for a day and, uh, you know, show her where I grew up and uh, get some Aris's pizza, which I know apparently that to Nick Grace, Greeks can't make pizza. I don't even gotta have uh, it to know it's not as good as Pizza Sam's. It's so it's so good. Pizza Sam's, I'll tell you this, Pizza Sam's is damn good. It's a good pizza. Dude, I'm so but, happy uh, for you. Fucking go home. Man, I'm, Be with the family. I'm, I love it. I'm very excited. So yeah, Mallory says Trent's gonna get mad at games. I'll try to be good. I'm overly competitive about things that don't matter, i.e. board games. Um We'll see. I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to zen zen out first. How is how is Steph with that kind of stuff? She get competitive about she, it too. She said she says she's not competitive. She says she's the. Is she mm. on here anymore? She's not. Um, That's what a competitive what person would say to throw you off. Uh, uh, she says I'm not competitive or I'm the least competitive person. Her and I have been playing Rummy Cube a decent amount. I bought her own set for her. Um, she's pretty damn good, and if I think if you're good at a game, there's definitely a part of you that's competitive. Like you don't you don't play a game to lose. You don't play a game for a participation trophy or a pat on the back. You like you want to win. Um, 
he bought me. Wait, what is that? Oh, Sam's. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought I I I put Pizza Sam's in a Ziploc bag and flew it here from from Michigan. <laughs> that's, that's so gross. <laughs> you it was it was me and Mark and I think it was you. We were going to a silent movie on on uh, Fairfax and I just got out with pizzas for you guys. Oh my god, dude. It was still like room temp too. It was good. <laughs> Oh my god, bro. It's just hot from your leg. It was in your pocket the whole time. I <laughs> uh, just sitting on it. Add an extra flavor. But um yeah, man. I'm I'm very excited. Um I would encourage, you know, friends that are listening to this, if you don't feel safe um with you know, commuting or flying or any of that, um you know, and you, you're it. able to drive, you're yeah. able to drive. And you have the means to do so, and uh, you have the time to do so. So we, we have the time is the thing. Um, you know, I think you, you might as well do it. You know, you might as well do it. Um, so I, I'm excited. Um, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be good, man. Um, are you frozen? Did you freeze? No, I'm here. Are you I'm being, you're being I'm stoic. Just, I'm just listening. Uh, I want to keep going with my week. Please. Uh, thanks for uh, taking over there for a sec. So, uh, Nicholas got me some elk. I'm very excited to try that. Um, appreciate that very much, by the way. Um, you got a, a decent chunk of that, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never had elk meat. I'm very excited. You said it's pretty lean, I would mm-hmm. assume. Does it taste like a deer? Tastes more like a deer than anything else that you've had, but it doesn't t- I I I had I did uh, venison burgers for you I think like a year ago, right? Yes. It's similar, but it's there I can't really describe it. It's just it's different. You got to have it. It's just different. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. And what I'm equally excited about is that I got some uh, Kathy Grace, some uh, apple butter, and it is very good, by the way. Um, awesome. Are you allowed just to eat apple butter with a spoon? Is that like acceptable? Oh, yeah, I do that. It's not like it's not like frown, it's not like you're eating butter with a spoon, so it's like, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I think it might be a Midwest thing, because um, some people out here are like, what is apple butter? I'm like... Just really no, thick dude, apple it's, sauce. It, it's so good. Um, you could put it on toast. You could put it on a bagel. Mm. I've had it on pancakes. Um, Ooh, it'd be good. And uh, it tends to be like a breakfasty type, um, you know, spread. Uh, but I love it, man. It was made from apples on your all's land, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, was excited bomb. to. She she was like, I'm gonna. She had this whole plan to sneakily get you some. Because you had mentioned it. Was, it, it was so. great. I need. I still need to send her a message. I don't think she's on today. Um, mm-hmm. But it was. It was really good. Um, what else? Oh, I talked about the mugs. Um, oh, Chappelle Show is now on. I was telling you this is now on Netflix. So that's awesome. The best sketch comedy show of all time is now on Netflix. Yeah. Um, all two and a half ep- uh, seasons. Um, Halloween was weird. I didn't do a whole lot of anything. Um, first time in a while, I was, didn't have any idea of a costume. 
Um, but you know what? That's fine. I was safe. Uh, I caught up with a uh, with Zach uh, the day before. That was great. I hadn't seen Zach in forever. Uh, Drummond. Um, yeah, I just had him on the patio for um, for beers, and so that was that was really nice. Um, he's moving soon. He's moving to Texas, so um, I think he's part of that other group. Is like why you know spend a you know. A ton of money here, and I'm not, you know, doing anything here. Yeah, <laughs> and it would be nice to be nice to have a yard. So yeah. um, we're seeing a lot of that happen, and and you know what? That's all the more reason to. I'm wearing a Texas hat. Um, all the more reason to go visit. Um, yeah, he was correct. saying he was telling me that he's got. Uh, I think it was like a friend. A friend's dad has land somewhere, and he was gonna go. I think I believe hunting for the first time. He was saying. Oh, um, sick. For hogs. So. Oh, cool. Good Good luck to him. And hopefully next time I'm in Texas, I can meet up with him when, once he's there. Maybe we can go together. Yeah. I I would I would be interested to do that, too, because I've never been hunting as well, actually. Even though I, I, I've got this beard and I'm a burly dude, I've never, I've never been hunting. Road trip! So, that would be awesome. Um. Yes, Kate. There was no invite. It was a it was a bro date. Um, also, news: uh, my gal took a little girls trip this weekend and then came back with a bunch of Firestone sour beers. So I need still need to drink those. Very excited about that. Um, you don't really like sours, do you, Nick? No, I. Yeah. Yeah. You like a beer, beer. Yeah, I like the I like them me, dark uh, and I like them bad. Give me a, a beer flavored beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing is, old friend, friend of the pod, Lauren Frost texted me yesterday, and oh, she wow. was on the west side. She was on the west side and came by and said hello, and we caught up for a couple hours. Love Lauren. Um, that was uh, that was amazing. That was really good. Um, it's been you know it's been a tough year and um, for everyone, and it's just been hard to meet up with some people, and so that was um, that was awesome. Did the uh, did the heart some good, yeah. and uh, also uh, last for me, I believe, is my cousin Kelly had a birthday. I think it was yesterday, this week. So happy happy birthday to my cousin Kelly. I don't think she listens to the pod, but at least I'll put that out there. Happy Hell birthday! Hell yeah! Happy birthday, cuz. <laughs> uh, but that's uh, that's me, man. I think that's what I got going. That's all we got in the week. Caitlin says that you're dead to her, um, which is fine. I just want to make sure that I'm not dead to her. That's all. I and think while, you're fine, Nick. <laughs> while she's answering that question, I'm going to send it over to Trent Bruce so he can tell us about the weather this week. Oh, hello? Yeah, hello? Hello. Oh, sorry. There was a, there was a glitch over here uh, at the weather station. Um, I believe today is the last hot day of the year, hopefully. Um, it's supposed to be like 85, 90. Uh, and this weekend it looks like it's going to be uh, high in the 50s, which is awesome. We're getting some somewhat seasons here in L.A. I can wear a sweatshirt and be comfortable. That sounds lovely. Bring on the cold weather. Bring on the rain. Anything. 
This is. I just want this. I don't know if this is a weather report. I just. This is gonna happen. That's the weather report. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that fantastic weather report. No one does the weather like Trent Bruce, and we love him for it. We should do a rain dance. It might rain this weekend. My friend, we have a lot of listener questions this week. Not as many as we did last week, and let's be honest, I, I fudged the numbers a little bit on this because I threw you some, and, and you threw me some. But We do have a lot of questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Only stupid people that ask the questions. And <laughs> what do you say? I never, I never heard that. That's pretty good. What do you say we get started? Listener question number one. This is from Louise Flores, friend of mine. Oh, man, we took a trip all the way up to Oregon. This is like four years ago. She's so great. So oh, wow. she says, how do we heal from this, agree on facts again, and get everyone to feel represented? She's. I'm assuming she's talking about politically and nationwide. Wow, a heart, uh, heavy hitting right here. Oh, she's on here. Do you want to answer? You want me to try to swing at it here? Yeah, I can answer. Um we touched on this a little bit before. Uh, first of yeah. all, everything that Trent and I say, take it with a grain of salt. We're not philosophers. We're not doctors. We're not fucking... Uh, Statisticians, scientists, politicians. People don't look to us for leadership. <laughs> but the way that we heal from this, I believe, is to start with yourself. Unplug, remove external stimulus, learn about yourself, um, empathize with other people but this is all stuff that we could have been doing you know before the election really started um it it always starts with yourself if you're looking for somebody else to give you an answer to how to heal and how to feel better it's never going to happen they can only help you get there but you're going to be the one that does it agreeing on facts again This one I'm not so sure is going to happen again. Um, as somebody who's lost a lot of faith in uh, and trust in in other citizens, that one's tough. Um, I do think I do think you know, for example, with health stuff or COVID stuff, like you know, people like Fauci, who's been doing his kind of work for 30, 40 years for all these presidents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are the type of people in my That's opinion, when you look to people who you, are in you need, position. You need, you, you need yeah. to listen to them. Yeah. You need to listen to them. Um, and also I, analyze what they're saying. Don't take everything that everybody says as as Bible. You know, think about what people say and how they say I, it. I, I, would hope, I would hope moving forward, whoever takes over the country this election, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, that... Whoever they appoint is the best at what they do. Mm-hmm. They have education in that. They have years of experience in that field. Um, I think that's how we can start to somewhat agree is yeah. that, hey, I'm the best person for this position. I'm the top scientist in this field. I'm the top economist in this field. I'm the top doctor in this field. You know what I mean? Um you know, not just what you think is right, not just what you feel is right, or what um, you want to be right. <laughs> yeah. Because I think more times than not, as human beings, we rather be we rather be right than be factual. We rather win mm-hmm. the argument. 
we rather put someone else down than mm-hmm. to have the truth prevail. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, what did Mark say? Oh, God. We could send all the anti-maskers on a free trip to Florida and we have to... Well, yeah. We could... We got to get Julie out of there first. Take Julie out of Florida. <laughs> and then and then we could do that. That's fine. Um, and then her last follow-up was, how do we get everyone to feel represented? That is a, that is a, a problem that we've never solved um, in this nation. And I think that a lot of... You could probably argue that the world has never really solved that. Um, I don't have the answer to that. I think it starts, again, with empathy love listening to each other and just trying harder all the time yeah on a political sense what that question is you know that that starts with voting for people that you think and you you, you believe in from your mm-hmm. town your city and and moving on up the ladder if you don't like the way someone's spending your tax money or you don't like the laws that they're backing or the groups that back them etc cetera, etc cetera, the best you can do is campaign, research, vote, talk to people mm-hmm. about it, um, and to get everyone to feel represented or heard. Um, I think the beginning of time is there's always been a group that has been don- downtrodden. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not for that. I, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best that we can do is, like you said, is empathy. You know, the old saying of, you know, try to walk in someone else's shoes. Um, we're all very similar. Um, All of our problems are about the same. We're far more Um, similar than we are different. Some some just have a harder shot at it. But I think most people want to have a job that makes them decent money, provides for their family, has a roof over your head, food on the table, a little extra money to maybe take a trip or, you know, buy that that new gadget or something and... (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, or buy, buy Christmas presents at, at the holidays. And everything else is, is stuff that we've created, stuff that we have made to separate each other, um, whether it be our skin, our religion, our ideals. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our own thing. And so um, that has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with the human heart and the human condition. And so the more we can just boil it down, like, my needs and desires are the same as yours. And, you know, me achieving those has nothing to do with you not achieving those. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to have, you know, I don't have to take away from you for me to have. We can, you know, we can all hopefully <laughs> in time have a better shot at, at a, you know, living a, yeah. a halfway decent life. Yeah. So anyway, your brother asked you, Nick Grace, will the NBA start on December 22nd? I am led to believe that it will. I don't. I don't think Adam Silver fucks around. I think he's going to get it done. Um, they All are right. the players' union is is voting on it. I think this week, and it doesn't sound like they have really any qualms against it. So I think it's going to start. The only way I see it not starting is if LeBron James, for some reason, decides not to. He's the most powerful voice in the league, and he, it sounds like he's on board. So, yeah, I think it's going to start. Well, there you go. Not um, much time off, but here you know more basketball. Yeah, this is a this is a this is where I started asking a bunch of questions to you. <laughs> What's one skill 
you'll never bother to learn, but would love to have anyway? My gut answer to that is, man, I wish there was some kind of carpentry skilled uh, by osmosis put onto me from my stepdad and uh, my grandfather. Because uh, they're they were both very handy uh, uh, with that kind of thing, and that's just something. Once once you have that skill for you know, when Al was in his twenties, he did construction. Once you have that skill, you kind of you don't really lose it. Um, I don't think I'll ever learn how to finish a basement or uh, construct a home. But man, I would yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice so that uh. You know, I have trouble sometimes putting up a, a picture frame on the wall. So, <laughs> what what about you? Um, mine is hockey. I wish that I could play hockey really well. Oh, there you go. I've never put any effort into it, and I never will. But it would be cool if I knew how to do it. There you this go. This is also to you um, from me. Do you denounce the University of Michigan and all of their evil ways? Yes. Good. <laughs> I'm proud to know you, Trent Bruce. Uh, this is from Sully. What is your favorite comfort food? Oh, favorite comfort food. And we're not talking now, like, this... I can't say like Pizza Sands, right? It's got to be like a food, right? Let's keep it like broad. Like, does chips count as a comfort food? Sure, I think so. I would say so. I think oh, I think overall, like day to day, week to week, I, a solid potato chip. Okay. Can't go wrong. If comfort food means though, like, like uh, more like home cooked food, or like, I mean, I I, I love um, that was a mistake. I love uh, anything potato based, mashed potatoes, French fries, hash browns. Uh, I'll take a potato. I'll say that. Just a potato. <laughs> um, I think my comfort food would be... Oh, I know what it is. It's cookie dough. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's what... Uh, when, this... I, when it's my birthday, my mom just gives me a bowl of cookie dough instead of a cake. Because that's my thing. Oh, that sounds lovely, actually. This is a throwback uh, to the previous question. Mark Sipka decided to hop on and say, Bruce, that was a mistake to denounce the University of Michigan and their evil ways. In a way, he's also saying that they have evil ways and that he doesn't yeah. denounce their evil ways. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Sounds like a cult. Sounds like a yeah. cult to me. At the very um, least. Real quick, this question just got entered in uh, below. Uh, so Sully asks, what is your favorite um, comfort food? Jeff Jackson Ask, what is your favorite discomfort food? What? What's your favorite discomfort food? Like your favorite food that makes you feel like shit? <laughs> is that what it means? Uh, I would say, yeah, let's use that definition. I would <laughs> say uh, a DiGiorno pizza when it's way too late to eat it. You're going to have uh, heartburn while you sleep. And uh, the next morning it's also not enjoyable. Hmm. That would, that's what I would say. Oh, the older you, the older you get, man. That's that's no fun. I I got one exactly. Um, fried Brussels sprouts because it's delicious, but I smell so bad the rest of oh, the yeah. day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gassy boy after that. Um, 
Okay. Uh, this is from Caitlin. She says, Froyo or ice cream? Um, without a doubt, ice cream for me. Mm. Yeah, I'd say ice cream as well. I think frozen yogurt is, um, you know, like scientists making fake ice cream and, you know, calling it. Like that classic Seinfeld episode, you know, the the fat-free uh, ice cream or yogurt. Like, you're, this, this is just a marketing gimmick, and it doesn't taste as good. Just give me all the ice and all the cream. Yep. Give me that ice cream. And give me that vegan ice cream from Craig's Restaurant. It's the best. I I will agree that it is bomb ice cream, but give me give me regular, uh, you know, meat meat filled ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I want ice cream made of meat, made from a meat source. You can put toppings on ice cream, Caitlin. That's a dumb argument. Um, here's a question for you from Master Brews: If the Rock lands the people's elbow and the ref only counts two, does that mean he wins? I think this guy might have uh, been confused or left out something of the question because to me that's a pretty easy slash dumb question. If the ref only counts two, that means he's, he and they didn't count, win, they right? count out. They didn't win. You have to have a three count. Okay. That's that's in every match ever. So um, anyway, oh my mom says, oh, <laughs> uh, Ferris says uh, Froyo is garbage. It's true. Uh, my mom says, what flavor of ice cream? Real quick, Nick, my favorite flavor is Moose Tracks. Oh! Vanilla, vanilla ice cream. Me with too. With the fudge swirl and the mini peanut butter cups. Yeah. Um, cookie dough is a second, is a close second. Here's the thing. I love cookie dough, but cookie dough ice cream, fucking no thanks. Give me... What? Oh, give I me that it. anything peanut butter ice cream. Fuck yeah. yeah. I got a question yeah. for you, Trent Bruce. For one million dollars, would you eat frozen yogurt with candy corn on top? Oof. A million dollars? Mm-hmm. I would do it. I would hope I would never have to tell anyone. Oh, too embarrassing. I feel you. It's it's very embarrassing. <laughs> And disgusting. I would have to have a clothespin on my nose. Um, this is from Austin. <laughs> I believe is this Austin Boyce, Austin? Yes. Austin Boyce says, What will people be nostalgic for in forty years? This stupid dumb dancer you're like where you're like you're doing the You think they're gonna miss it? They're gonna be nostalgic for it? I don't know. Can you be nostalgic if there's just so much media out there, so much, like, entertainment out there? Because I feel like when we were kids, like, everyone watched The Sandlot. Everyone watched Space Jam. Everyone watched Home Alone. Now there's, like, all these streaming services. There's all these classic movies that kids are watching. There's all this new shit. I don't know. I mean, maybe, uh, what do kids watch? I'm TikTok. When TikTok comes and goes, I think miss TikTok. I think in 40 years... Oh, Caitlin, with the, the compliment of the day that people will be nostalgic for our podcast. Although, yeah. we'll still be doing the pod 40 years from now. <laughs> oh, man. We, oh, what, shit. What going to the movie theaters. That's sad. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. That would I be a thing. That's I Probably. 
I think oh, yeah. um, people are going to be nostalgic for going to bars. I don't anticipate bars really becoming a thing anymore. Really? Because you just can't be inside and you can't be near people. Well, not forever. Well. You think that? for like a, It's going to be a long time of this? It's going to be a long fucking time. Yeah. I hope I hope not. I mean, how do you how do you meet people? <laughs> you don't meet maybe new that's people what people doing... are people are going to be nostalgic for meeting strangers, hitting it people off. People are going to be nostalgic. People are going to be nostalgic for having chit chat with randos. Yeah, under the Man, influence of overpriced cocktails. <laughs> those were the fucking days. Those give me days. a half shot. Give me a half shot of Jack Daniels over a giant ice cube for fifteen dollars. And talk to some random stranger about how the Dodgers are doing this year. Oh man, sounds like take me back. I've heard it. Take me back. Take me back. (laughs) Uh, Nick Grace, what is your? This is also from Austin. What is your favorite holiday tradition? Favorite holiday tradition is outside of going, spending the holidays with my family. I don't think that can really count because a lot of people do that. I would say my favorite holiday. Speaking of. Yeah. What's up, mama? Um, my favorite holiday tradition would be finding the pickle in the Christmas tree, which I believe is a German tradition. We do it at Grandma Grace's. So they put a pickle ornament and they hide it somewhere on the Christmas tree. And all of us kids would run in and whoever found it first got a got a gift. Wow. I never heard of that. That's, that's a fun uh, tradition. For me, I think something that's, you know, still going on. Uh, we just play a bunch of games. Yeah. I mean, and we're all into it. And my family's pretty competitive. Um, so, I mean... You yeah, know, Al's ruthless, from... isn't he? Oh, yeah. But we all we all get really into it. Um, so, I mean, that, you know, eating the classic foods, the cookies, um, the holiday dinner. Um, and I'm trying to think of that... Uh, little kid kind of tradition. Maybe um, just that anticipation the night before you see all the presents out and, uh, you know, yeah. kind of not being able to sleep. And uh, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily a tradition, but that feeling. Yeah. Uh, you feel it in fun, the air. Man. It's palpable. Yeah. They call it the Christmas spirit. There you go. All right, we got a few more. We got to kind of chug through this a little right. bit, Nicholas. All right. Um, this is also from Austin. During COVID, what is the perfect date night idea? Well, that's a great one. Um, date night idea. Um, uh, uh, let's think here. I mean, being creative with like a picnic situation. Um, would be cool. Um, maybe, maybe like a, like a little, not a treasure hunt or like a, anything like that, but like maybe like having like a four course meal, mm-hmm. but having it be like in different spots around LA. Oh, that's cool. Um, like your favorite spots. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the perfect date night is just, Anything that can kind of take your mind off of all this shit and that's out of your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, drive-in movies. Have you guys done the drive-in movies at all? That's that's been actually really fun. Yeah. Um, never thought I'd say that in a million years. Um, we got in and out, packed a cooler of drinks, brought a blanket, and watched two movies for ten bucks. It was great. Um, that's out in Montclair. Um, what about you? You got any ideas, Nicholas? Mm, not been not been dating too much during this uh, COVID situation, but I my impulse is. Well, yes. Suit up. She puts on a dress. You kind of fancify the dining room of your house. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Make it seem like you're going out somewhere special, but, you know, it's just you two. Make, like, fucking get burgers or something from in and out like you're saying. A nice bottle of fucking, like, $25 wine. And then just Ooh. sit there. Put on, Put on, like, a fucking... The college dropout album, or like, <laughs> or the black album, or I don't know, Space Jam in the background. Are we uh, staring to each other's eyes? And pretend the world's not. Are ending. we? If, this is sounding like a a date that I want to go on. Well, you know, you, you plan, <laughs> yeah. All right, I got one for you. Oh, you got this is for me actually. Oh yeah, do you want to die by thirst or starvation? That's an awful question. Um, it was from me, by the way. I, I know. <laughs> um, maybe thirst. Maybe thirst, like out in the desert, because I feel like the the last moments of your life it'd be pretty trippy. You'd be seeing some crazy shit. Oh yeah. You know what? I'll yeah. I'll I'll go with that as well. Um, if you were an anamorph, Trent Bruce. What would you morph into? Does this have to be a real animal? Yeah, it's an I think, animorph. I think it was, well, like a current animal, because my first reaction was a T-Rex. I would want to be a T-Rex. Yeah, but you can't be running around solving high school crimes as a T-Rex. Then a chimpanzee. Everyone loves a chimpanzee. I would get yeah. away with a bunch of stuff, because like, oh, look at this mischievous chimpanzee. Like, I'd throw my poop at people, <laughs> and then I'd just be like, I'd be like, I'm just a cute chimp, but I, I would get to do all that. That's amazing. What about you? Uh, I don't know, a giraffe? <laughs> I don't know, a giraffe. Um, all right, Nick, you PlayStation, got another one. PlayStation Live. Um, oh, I answered oh, the question for you. Oh, oh okay. Are you going to buy an, an account online so we can play shoot 'em up games? I've got one already, baby. You just oh, gotta shit. buy one. I gotta get one then too. Um, what's your favorite book that you chose to read, not one that was assigned to you in school? That's a that's a great question. Um, damn, dude. I uh, I was just looking at my bookshelf for all this. Um, I I enjoy more. I'm not super crazy into uh, a lot of fiction. Most of my books are either like. Um, biographies or um, self-help stuff but uh, uh what's up Dan Aziz Aziz Ansari's book the the modern love that was pretty good um I really enjoyed that and then a book that Sipka got me on um called essentialism um that was really good um I think I actually bought that for my mom too um it's more of a business book, but you can apply it to everyday life. 
it's basically relearning how to manage your time and how to tell people and tell yourself no um, in, in a healthy way of pri- prioritizing um, career, you know, relationships, um, goals. Um, that sounds kind of lame, but <laughs> it was, I, I love that stuff. Um, yeah, that's off the top of my head. Those, those are the books that I, I really enjoy. There's been a few comedy books. Um, Born Standing Up, Steve Martin's autobiography. Um, I love Born Standing Up. I love Steve Martin. Um, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say for any comedy fan, um, that's, that's a good one too. Um, and then for acting people, I read uh, Dave Mamet's acting book. It's, pretty, it's a pretty quick read, David Mamet. Um, and that was referred to me by my roommate. Uh, that's a good, it's more for stage acting, but you can, um, you can apply it to on camera stuff too. That's Damn, cool. it's what awesome. about you, Nicholas? I love listening to him talk. Um, my favorite book of all time is travels with Charlie by John Steinbeck. And it's, it's this, it's kind of like a first person account of it's fictional, but it's John in his truck going around the whole United States in, mm. I think it's the early 1960s with his dog. And he, he oh, cool. bestows upon his dog kind of like human characteristics and thoughts and feelings and stuff. And it's it's pretty awesome. My favorite autobiography or biography is um, called Gonzo. And it's the life of Hunter S. Thompson as told by his closest friends. And that's really fucking good. Whoa, cool. And then my favorite book that is nonfiction, um, but also not a biography, would be Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, which is all about living your life vulnerably, but in doing so, you're basically uh, you're opening yourself up to more and better experiences because you're not afraid of the shame that comes with failing. So, ooh, I'm gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to text me that title later. That sounds I great. Can, I got it here. I can let you borrow it. Cool. It's a fantastic book. Um, I got a question for you, Nick Grace. Mm-hmm. In the movie Space Jam 2, who would play the Bill Murray character? I know who I don't want it to be, but it probably will be this guy. Is Chris? Is uh, Kevin Hart? Because that yeah, dude is sure. everywhere. And I'm not saying he'd do yeah. a bad job, but it's just like we don't, you know, do we really need it? Can it be somebody else? Um who I who I want it to be would be oh man who would be a good Bill Murray How about this Dave Chappelle let Dave Chappelle do it Oh that he, would be awesome He's probably about the same age Bill Murray was he's probably even younger than Bill Murray was when they made that But movie, the thing so. about Bill Murray is he's one of one like his aura and his delivery and his whole thing is uh, what's up? I know who it should be. Woody Harrelson, because he already did White Men Can't Jump. Oh, that would be funny. That would Yo. be pretty funny. And I agree well, with Dan. Dan they should just Dan, not we make know the this. movie. We know this. This is more of me like trolling uh, <laughs> Nicholas. Um, okay, Nick, there's another question. If the love of your life, if the love of your life was a Michigan fan... Could you make it work? She's the total package. She checks off every single thing. 
She's got the she's got the goodies. She's got the brains. She's got everything you could ask for. But she is a fan, a diehard fan of the University of Michigan sports. You you know she wants to start a family with you. She wants to have kids with you. Live happily ever ever after. Could you do it? No. Some people are just meant to be alone. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. She'll, she'll make some other idiot really happy someday. Oh my god. Um, what is the best and worst Christmas gift in reaction uh from Trent? This is from oh no, you asked me this. You asked me this. Yeah. You should have read that question. I'm an idiot. Do you want to read that question? What, is your, what has been your favorite Christmas gift? What was your worst Christmas gift in the reactions? Okay, uh, favorite Christmas gift. Um, uh, okay, favorite, favorite Christmas gift was, uh, what was, I got my grandfather on my, on my mother's side, I got his old film camera, um, two Christmases ago, and I've not yet used it, I'm actually scared to use it. But it's the camera. It's a bunch of film for it. From it's. I think this camera's from like nineteen sixty something. Um, it's got the light meter. It's got a bunch of different lenses. It's got everything, and I'm just scared to really kind of use it. But it's my favorite, and someday I will break it out. That's my favorite. Least favorite. I don't know. I'm sure that I asked for something stupid for some. I oh I know what it was. My least favorite. Christmas gift. If my mom's still on, she'll remember this. I uh, watched an infomercial when I was 10 years old and just got obsessed with this fucking vacuum that was on this infomercial. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I think it was called like the shark vacuum or something. And I just thought it was the coolest fucking thing for some reason. I don't know why. And... um, so mom got it for me for Christmas and you know I never used it. <laughs> so <laughs> That's um, awesome, dude. I don't know uh I don't know uh, as far as reactions go, I, none of those stand out to me, but um that was my worst Christmas gift. Um man, I you? think I, I think my my best one, man, was I it was shock it was shocking was uh, re- tickets to WrestleMania, dude. That was mm. that, that. might take that might take the cake. I think that was uh, that's that's awesome. Um, that that's up there. I've had we've had a lot of great uh, Christmases and a lot of great gifts given. Uh, but man, tickets to WrestleMania. I don't know how you can top that. Really, um, the worst gift is um, man. I don't know why I asked this question. This is putting me on the spot too, but. Um, the worst, um, for some reason, my grandma gets in this, in this kick of like, she'll buy random, random gadgets or random, uh, uh, what do you call tchotchkes off of QVC and she'll buy one for everyone. And we're like, what the hell is this? Like one year was, uh, it was a decorer for pineapples <laughs> and it's like, I used it once. I'm like, Oh. This kind of worked all right. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm like, I'll never use this again. (laughs) 
So I love my grandma to death. She's a sweetie. But every year I feel like we we all get one item from QVC that she just thought we had to have. And we're all kind of just like, what the hell is this? (laughs) Sounds like 10-year-old me would get along with your grandma really well. Exactly. Um, Last question of Uh the day, Nicholas. What is worse, a wet fart or a vomit burp? Uh, I would, I'd struggle, I struggle with this one. And as I said earlier, if there's ever a metaphor for the election this year, yes. um, this would be it. I think the worst one <laughs> yeah, is, what? <laughs> a wet the worst, fart the worst is a, a wet burp. fart because there's cleanup involved in that and it's not good. It's not good. A vomit burp really burns, but you'll get over it. Um, yeah, I would say a wet. Fart, I think that that's that's also that, embarrassing. Like you're an adult, you shouldn't be doing that. This sounds exactly like the two political candidates running for uh, president right now. One one's a big mess, and sometimes you're not close to the bathroom, so you can't clean it up. And another one's going to be kind of kind of burns, doesn't really set well, but we'll get over it. Amazing. What do you think? Um, sh- should we? Oh, wet fart for sure. Okay, cool. That's awful. That is all of the um, listener questions for this week. Let's hustle through the news and get everybody out of here so they can get on with their day. What do you say? Uh, sure. All right. You gotta go quick, Nicholas. I'm gonna send it over to Mr. Trent Bruce for this week in wrestling. What you got for us, dog? I just. Oh, that's not the right song. Hey. All right, this week in wrestling, you're going to get 10 minutes of, uh, or sorry, 10 seconds of Cody Rhodes' theme song that sounds like every 2005 rock song on 100.1 The Buzz back home. Um, This week in wrestling, speaking of Cody Rhodes, he legally got his character name back, Cody Rhodes. Um, When he was with WWE, they kept the copyright to his name. Um, The Rhodes is a a famous wrestling family. but he could only go by Cody while in AEW. The uh, the copyright finally went up, and he got his uh, character name back. So he's Man. now, again, Cody Rhodes. That fucking family um, signed over their name to a corporation? Well, it, it, it's the character. Oh, okay. It's the, char- the character name. Okay. Kind of like The Undertaker or Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, okay. Um, you know, um, that's how that kind of shit works. Um, speaking of, uh, other things that WWE doesn't like, they have officially banned Twitch and other, uh, platforms like that, Twitch and Cameo and all that from their, um, performers using those. I don't really care if they can make extra money. Why do you care? But WWE is greedy. They want to own all their, you know, people's shit. So, um, the theory we have in our friend group is that they're just, Vince McMahon is going to make his own version of Twitch. That's probably what will happen. So he can make money off of it. Vince McMahon stepping in and saying, fuck those kids. And, yep. Um, fuck I'm kids. super, super excited. Um, I'll leave on this one. This is my last wrestling news because I'll keep it brief. But they're making a documentary about Stone Cold Steve Austin with the production team that made The Last Dance. If you thought The Last Dance couldn't get any better, man, a documentary about Steve Austin... 
with the Last Dance production team. That's pretty awesome. Um, I'll send it over to you, Nicholas, for this week in basketball. That is the tightest fucking news about Stone Cold. It's, I cannot I'm wait so to watch. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped, bro. Now Whoa. it's time for this week in basketball. Just a good old boy. Speaking of Michael Jordan, there's a reason I played the Dukes of Hazard right there. They unveiled Michael Jordan and Bubba Wallace's race car, and it looks fucking tight. It's oh, it's yeah. the number 23, of course, as it should be. Oh yeah. And it's red, black, and white. I am white. So stoked. I wish nothing but the best for anything Michael Jordan puts his hands on. He's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. And I hope that business relationship in NASCAR fucking works out. Um, This week in basketball, the draft will be on the 18th. It will be all virtual. No one really cares until they start playing. The basketball season's probably still going to start on the 22nd. We talked about that earlier. Mike D'Antoni, no longer the head coach of the Rockets, is an assistant for the Nets underneath uh, Steve Nash. So we know that they're not going to play any defense in New Jersey, but they'll probably probably score a lot of fucking points over there. And then, uh, let's see. That's it. That's this week in basketball. Do we got anything for hip-hop? We got a little bit. We got just a little bit. I said... This week in hip-hop, Kanye is not the father of the United States of America. And he is a bona fide idiot. I think that's I think that's all we got, Nicholas, for this. That's all we this, got. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, cool feature about Instagram Live now. It goes a little bit longer. So we can go a little bit longer than an hour if we want. And we did that today. Uh, we'll be back next week, Thursday noon california time here on instagram live uh i'm trent bruce i'm nick grace we are another shitty podcast lolo jones we're sad that we missed you but as always stay shitty and uh, if you ordered a mug they'll be coming to you next week we love you guys and merry christmas merry christmas happy thanksgiving too nicholas and happy hanukkah (laughs) i'll see you later peace guys Bye guys. Venture highway in the sunshine where the days are longer, the nights are stronger than moonshine. You're gonna go, I know. around.